Hello and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie Malik. And we're so happy to have you guys here with us today. Hey, babe. <coughs> how are you doing? I'm doing great. I am cleaning the house today, and that feels really good because I have not been keeping up with things lately. Well, that's ex- that's understandable considering we just had a retreat last weekend. Well, um, before we get into our subject for the day, I just realized that um, everybody knows a little bit about me because we shared a- that last week in our podcast about how I've been in youth ministry for 12 years and all that stuff. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you're into and what, what you've been up to the last uh, 16 years since we've been married? Well, I uh, am a licensed clinical social worker, so I got my bachelor's in counseling at Southwestern Assembly of God University when we were in Waxahachie, Texas. Waxahachie. That's a mouthful. Yes, it, it is. It was a wonderful time. And then I was in uh, outpatient counseling with the state of Oklahoma when we were youth pastoring there, and that was with my bachelor's. And then I began to pursue my master's. Actually, in Silent Springs, I started out, and then I transferred to USI. And uh, that's where I got my master's in social work in 2010. And then I've been uh, a licensed social worker, and then I was under supervision at uh, Christian Counseling Services and got my clinical license in 2013. And I've been a social worker at St. Mary's Hospital for almost seven years. I just adore it. I just love the people there. We have really great, good people that work there that really care about people. And I do uh, psychiatric evaluations and also discharge planning. So I kind of do half and half. And um, I get a chance to really work in mental health with psychiatrists and also work with doctors and nurses to help people with uh, the social aspects of their stay at St. Mary's and then helping them be successful after they leave the hospital. So something I really adore, and I work part-time in it. So I can also be at home with my boys and and help out in the ministry where I can. Nice. Nice. We are the parents of two handsome boys, yes. uh, Braden and Gabe, who eight are eight and six years eight old. Eight and six, can't and they're, believe it. They're awesome. Getting so big. They're so much fun. They are. They're real blessings. So, but um, yeah, it's been good, and I am enjoying it and excited about um, our podcast. First, I want to talk about something very important. Hmm. Yes, this is a vital part of our podcast here. I see. Um, we have an issue. Oh, no. Yes. It's a serious issue. Uh, We have a problem with um, who hangs up first on our phone calls. Well, that can be a problem. But considering... This is a very serious issue. Considering that my phone is acting up right now, (laughs) and sometimes, like, literally my whole... No, here's what happened. We said goodbye to each other, and we both sit on the phone hoping the other one will hang up first. Well, what's funny is sometimes you think you hang up, or you think I'm hanging up? No, I'm up. waiting for you to hang up. You're thinking up. I'm hanging up? I don't want to hang up. And I'll hear things in the car. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, babe, babe, hang up. Because my phone, sometimes, it, like, the screen, it does something weird. It just goes black, yeah. even though the phone call's you still going. You have an issue with that. And, and I need a new phone soon. You but do. anyway, um, But we, uh, I'm like, babe, you need to hang up. I know. I literally I'm cannot <laughs> hang up right now. But I'm thinking the same thing because my hands are wet because I'm doing dishes or my hands are full because I'm doing laundry. And I'm like thinking, 
is he going to press the red button anytime soon? Because I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, when I'm on my Bluetooth, it's not a big deal. I can hang up easy. But well, see, and when I'm on my Bluetooth, I have to press it into my ear, and it like hurts my ear a little bit. So the I viewers don't can't see it, but I'm giving you the world's tiniest <laughs> violin right now. I know. <laughs> I know. This is a very serious issue. Hopefully we can overcome it. Maybe we need to go counseling for it or something. I don't know. But no, I don't think we need counseling for this. Maybe some other things, but not for <laughs> this. Um, shout out for counseling. It's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Get a little oil change in your marriage every few months. But anyways, um, okay. We're over that issue. Let's move on. How and guys, by oh, the way, yes. if you do need to go to counseling, my wife um, encouraged me to come with her to her counseling. Yes. I say encouraging with uh, quotation marks, but she encouraged me to come to no. her, and I thought I was going to be ambushed. I'm just going to be honest with you, because <laughs> she had been talking to this counselor for a few weeks, a few months, I mean, and, and you know, I was, I come up sometimes, because, you know, she's talking about marriage and stuff, and I thought I was going to get ganged on by the, but actually the counselor almost felt like they gang- she, we ganged up on Ellie a yeah, little bit. Yeah, she was so. pretty neutral, I felt yeah, like. Yeah, she was very she neutral. Tries to, she tried to encourage both of us. I don't gang us up on my wife, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's so. always a good thing, so guys. So it's okay, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, nobody's there to judge you. Yeah, just want to help you. If they're doing their job right, they're not going to judge you. Yeah. So. Yep, true. True that. Um. Well, how are you doing, hon? How's it going with you? I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we had an, an amazing retreat this amazing. weekend. It was really good. Um, it was probably the best retreat we've had in the eight years I've been doing winter retreats. Shout out to Nathan Joris, Nathan who Joris did an amazing did an job. Excellent job. Him and his worship team. Yes, he brought a team of From guys. his master's commission up in uh, Fort Wayne. They yes. did a great job. Um, introduced our kids to some new songs. They It took them took them a little bit to get used to them but you know youth they're used to learning new stuff so it's not a big deal and we had one night that was just a f- saturday night was just yes, fantastic it was so good um that is nathan's theme word by the way fantastic is it um but it was fantastic it, it, um, we saw every single one of our students on their face crying out to god praying for their friends praying yes. for their loved ones um and the theme for this weekend was revive um mm-hmm. And so it 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 w- it looked like what I always imagined the beginning of revival to look like. And so uh it was it was a great time. But today this leads us great into our into our um subject for today. Yes. Which we do we want to talk to you guys about revive, about the revive that we talked about with our kids this weekend, our teenagers this weekend. So, honey, is there anything that stuck out to you that that's that was on your heart before we get into the why we need revival, mm-hmm. what revival is, how mm-hmm. we can have revival in our lives? Was there anything this weekend that stuck out to you that really spoke to you? Well, I'm not sure where this fits exactly in the what, why and all that. But um, for those of you who don't know or maybe don't go to church, we feel like revival is just God uh, waking us up or, uh, you know, getting woke up into what he's really wanting for us. And yeah. we consider uh, a relationship with God to be like an active thing where it's not just, oh, I went, I go to church on Christmas and Easter. It's that I'm actually trying to get to know God better and trying to listen to him. 
um, a few years ago, I was feeling. Oh, go ahead. I, well, I just wanted to say. I mean, Nathan did a great job of leading into that. Yeah, he did. He talked about how Adam and how God created Adam, and how really revival started in in Genesis when he created man. He made dirt, and then he breathed into him. Yeah. And and that's what revival is for even for Christians. Is a lot of times we start to feel a little dry, a little mm-hmm. dead in our relationship, mm-hmm. and God brings l- breathes life into mm-hmm. us. And you may be listening to this right now and feeling dry in your relationship with God, or maybe you're, you know, someone who believes that they're a good person or a Christian, but you're not doing anything to get to know God better. And so I want to challenge you today. Um, a few years ago, I was feeling so dry and meaningless, uh, just empty inside and I was a pastor's wife I was going to church every Sunday but and I was trying to help people but I um just felt alone and tired worn out yeah and um I started talking to um a mentor in my life about it and she recommended uh this book called Walking with God and it's uh a really great book about hearing God's voice and then obeying what he says. I know some of you who are listening may not feel like God actually speaks to people, but that is, I believe, not the truth. I believe he does speak to people, but we have to be listening. So this book really started to wake me up. I mean, I had actually read the book before, yeah. in my early 20s, actually, but I read it again, and it was just great timing. It was perfect timing. It was God's timing, actually. And I was just reminded of how he cares about the details of your day. And he actually wants to listen to the issues you're having and wants to to care for you. And so, um, you know, you start to get kind of hardened over like, you know, God doesn't care. All these bad things are happening to all these good people and um, all of that. And of course, we blame God for all of that even though um, I don't think, I don't believe we should be. But um, he he does care, and he does uh, want to speak to you. He wants to help you, and that's kind of what started to wake me up. And then I started to pursue him more as far as, like, what do you have for me? You know, um, can you heal my heart of some issues that I'm having, of some problems in my uh focus you know what what is going on and um, he helped with some of my confusion and my discouragement and I've just been really uh, hungry for more of him and I think that's what revival is about is about getting hungry again for uh, God and what he has for you I mean a lot of you might be walking around with all kinds of like anxiety or depression and you just don't know where to turn, well, um, I, w- I want to suggest to you to stop where you are right now and pause this podcast and open your mouth and talk to God, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time ever, and yeah. see what he will do. I, I believe he's faithful, and uh, he can do it. So yes. um, anyways, I think an important part of what we talked about this weekend was obeying God when he does yeah. speak to you. Uh, we had uh, a small group study guide that Matt wrote, and it had so many great stories about how God would speak to someone and they would obey 
him yeah. and, yeah, and we then what at, came of it. We looked at stories like the King Josiah and how when he read the the law or had it read to him, his heart was so broken and so heavy that he realized that they hadn't been following this law for so long that he cleaned out the temple, he changed everything, and they sacrificed to God. And we also talked about Elijah who thought that he was alone. He was the only one out there and how he heard God say, go challenge the prophets. And so he he had them each build a t- uh, uh, build an altar and put the sacrifice on it. And then just l- the God who is God will answer by fire, he said. And that's a very, very powerful story. It was bold. Yeah, very bold. It was very bold. And, and so, you know, revival is necessary for us as Christians. I believe... Uh, the more I study, the more I was putting the study guide together, I realized that the Bible is a Bible of revival stories. Really, if you think about it, it started off God breathing life into somebody. And it's a story about how God kept bringing his, the Israelites back to him. And then even in the New Testament and in, in Acts and how God, he just showed up. And it was always about being a light, being a witness, being that going. And, and that's revival is doing what the Bible says to do. And so we challenged our kids this weekend, and we challenged our adult leaders this weekend. We challenged ourselves this weekend to just listen to God and to be the change agent. You know, it, 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 you may think it's too big for you to, to bring change to your community or to your church or to your family by yourself. You just need God to do some massive movement. But, you know, all throughout history, massive movements always started with a few people being dedicated to prayer and listening to God. Um, so that, that was just, that was my takeaway. Yeah, and I think that, you know, this weekend we really encouraged uh, the teenagers to step out of their comfort zone. A lot of them were in their um, comfortable place, mm-hmm. and yeah. we encouraged them. For example, Nathan um, challenged the teenagers during the altar time to um you know, get on the microphone and pray for your friends. And they were very shy to do that, but they stepped out Yes. after some time. They stepped out and prayed for their friends. And I, I feel like stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something <coughs> you might be a little bit scared to do is actually a huge catalyst to uh, revival, yeah. to growing with God, to getting that breakthrough that you need in your life. Mm-hmm. So I think number one, obeying God uh, when he, number one, listening to God, number two, obeying God, Mm -hmm. and then being willing to step out of your comfort zone, which is scary. Yes, very scary. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. I wanted to read um, about the Valley of Dry Bones. I just feel like this story is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And um, some of you out there might be feeling like dry bones, you know, like. Maybe you love God and you are, you want him in your life, but you just feel tired or worn out or dry. Um, this is for you today. The hand of the Lord was upon me. This is Ezekiel 37. And he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of dry bones, or excuse me, full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can you can these bones live? And I said, oh, sovereign Lord, you alone know. 
Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life and I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life and then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. He obeyed. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. And here's where revival is, everyone. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Wow. Wow. You know, what I was thinking, when I'm thinking about when I, when I hear that story, when I read that account, um, is that no matter how dry your situation is in life, whether it's your family or your church or your city or your workplace or whatever it is no matter even no matter how hopeless things seem god can bring life into hopeless situations yeah i mean dry bones are about as hopeless i mean yeah there's nothing on them there's no signs of life they're just they're almost completely almost turned to dust you know Mm -hmm. and you know the bones have already been picked by the predators there's no muscles there's no sinews yeah there's no skin. There's nothing. It's yeah. there's death. Yeah. And and you know sometimes we may feel like, you know, our like we may have a, a kid or a sibling or, or just somebody we know that used to know God and and they just they've completely turned away from God and and you know even our country like some people may th- even think our country is in a hopeless situation. I don't know what you think, but. There is no hopeless situation according to God, according to this right. scripture. He can breathe life into anything. He can breathe situation. life into anything. Mm-hmm. If he can make a pile of dirt into a person, yeah, he can make, he can he can help revival come in any situation. He can bring new life into any situation. Right. And so, one thing w- our our goal this weekend, and I really want to challenge you, listeners at home. To, to look at this way is that revival is not something that's just out of reach. Right. Revival is something that is very much at reach, but what it needs is for us to open our hearts and say, God, use us. Yeah. And and, and be willing to, to do something when he be asks Be willing to do something, yeah. You know, um, while you're talking, I was thinking about our experience at the Brownsville Revival. Yeah. And um, we were students at their school of ministry. I was there from 97 through 99. And then I was there from 98 to 2000. Yeah, we came back married uh, for part of 2000. We were crazy kids. Yes, yeah, we were. But um, anyway, so we um, we were had the blessing and the amazing experience to be part of that revival, yeah. which was And we took it for granted almost to a point. We did, but we were 18, 19, yeah. 20 years old. But I think... For a long time, I would think about that time and think revival has to look this way. Yeah. Revival has to uh, be just like it was at mm-hmm. the Brownsville Revival. And I feel like lately, uh, pastors been saying this and you've been saying that a lot. Of, I've heard it from a lot of different directions. 
revival doesn't necessarily look exactly the same way. But there's aspects that'll be the same. Right, there will be, but we need to be flexible mm-hmm. uh, and just know revival is, is is just the basics of God yeah. bringing life to a situation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look a certain way. And revival is usually something that ends up being very radical because mm-hmm. I- anything different from the status quo in our world is radical right. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, people committing to living out the Bible and loving God with all their hearts is a radical concept Yeah, for just our society right now. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't take much for it to be radical, but it needs to be Something that'll change. It's a heart change. That's the main thing that's across all revivals, all yeah. major moves of God. Is it? Is it dealt with the hearts of individual people? Right. Every single individual person that was touched by a revival was changed. I know a lot of guys that were in that revival that, to this day, have not been the same. Right. Like they're still on fire for God. Now I also know some people that went to school with us that, you know, aren't really. I don't know if they're really living for God or not. I don't know. I haven't heard much from them. I actually don't know of anybody offhand. Me neither, now that I think about it. I think most all of them are in ministry or living for God or something. I've heard of people from there but that aren't like that, but I don't know of any myself now that I think about it. Anyway, that's 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 neither here nor there. But but life change happens in revival. It does. Because it's a God movement. It's not a movement made by man. man, Yeah, it's not about a person or a specific speaking style. Yeah. Um, it's just about hearing from God and, and mm-hmm. doing and saying what he's wanting you to do and say in that moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Any closing thoughts, babe? Uh, nothing except I'm just full of uh, excitement about yeah. what God's doing right now. I feel like in 2017 when I was praying, I felt like the Lord said that this year would be a breakthrough year. Yeah. And I, I felt like that got confirmed by a few different uh, sources. So yeah. I just feel like God's doing some sort of breakthrough and I don't know if that's in my own personal life or in a church or a, a nation. I don't know, but I just am excited. I think it's going to be it. on multiple levels. I do too. Cause I know when I was fasting for this retreat, I kept praying for breakthrough and this is before I talked to you. And then we had a lady, some ladies praying yes, over this retreat last week, last week. And they had the word that there was going to be a breakthrough. And they we did got, have a breakthrough. I know. They the got the word breakthrough. It was like a confirmation. So it's pretty amazing. And Pastor believes this is a year of jubilee. He mm-hmm. keeps talking about that. And yeah. so um, I believe that as well. I, I just I have a feeling this is going to be a, a just a, an interesting year for Christians this this year is. I don't know what it has in store. I don't know what God has for us. But I think, though, that we would we need to take advantage of it and we need to listen to God and do what he says and be willing to take a risk. That's, you know. That's another one of my theme words for this year is to take a risk. We need to be willing right. to take a risk this year on God. Yeah. So, and see him show up, see him move. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, let me close out with praying for our listeners today. Yeah. And uh, if if you feel dry, if you feel like your spiritual life is just, is is not where you want to be or where it used to be, I just want you just to stop right now. If you're driving, I want you to pull over. Uh, maybe or just hit pause and then when you get where you're going hit play and let me pray over you or just pray let me pray this over you later whatever you want to do i don't care (laughs) but um let me just pray for you right now lord i just lift up every single listener to you to this podcast father i pray lord god that you will move 
by your power in that in their location right now. Yes, Lord. Lord, I speak to the dry bones. I speak to the tiredness. I speak to the worn out. I speak to the discouraged. I speak to all that, and I speak life into that situation, Father. Yes, that your life, your Holy Spirit, will move in power. Lord, I pray, Lord God, for those children who are not living for you, whose parents are crying out for them to come home. I pray that they will come home, Father. I pray, Lord God, that you will place such a strong burden on our hearts to cry out for revival that we will not let go until we get what we're crying out for, Lord. Lord, we want to see you move. We want to see you move in power. We want to see you change situations, change lives, change our atmosphere, Lord. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you will move by your power, that you revive our hearts, revive our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, um, do you have any closing? Like, Yeah, I just want to say if you'd like to um, ask us a question, just go to eaglesviewchurch.com and um, you can submit it under contact us is where we're going to do that. Okay. And that will come straight to us. And then um, if you would like to um, take a look at our podcast, it's uh, at eaglesviewchurch.com slash Maleks. That's M-A-L-E-K-S, M-A-L-E-K-S. And have it set up where you can actually download it yeah. from our website. So yes, nice. we've, we've changed the format a little bit, and we are submitting it to iTunes, so it could possibly be Hopefully it'll be there by the time this, this one yeah, gets released. Yeah, podcast so. app soon. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions for us, comments, concerns, please uh, submit it under the contact us, and we will get that. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, honey, I love you. Love you too. All right. Bye. Bye.